0: for letting us into your home uh it is really lovely to see you ah it's really nice for me to see you, <laughs> anybody else. To you. <laughs> um it's so good it's so good i mean it's i know we've been able to do zoom and see each other and that kind of thing and the whatsapp keeps ping-pinging but it's actually really nice to see people from the flesh so mm-hmm. thank you for letting us come okay. here into your house um obviously i'm on the Luci team with you and i have just loved getting to know you through this but um, in case anybody doesn't know you, or um, tell us a wee bit about yourselves. Uh, yeah, tell us a wee bit about the Carricks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, so
1: I'm Helen Carrick, uh, and I am currently on maternity leave. Uh, we've got three kids, and Bonnie is four, Ernie's two, and Matilda is six months. And uh, I, in my day job, work for Queen's University as a fundraiser.
2: I'm Thomas. I'm Marietta Helen, Um, I am an engineer and I work down in Portadown.
0: So talk to us a wee bit about how has the COVID-19 experience, how has it been for you, how has it been for the Carracks, how has it been for you as a family?
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: Thomas will probably talk a little bit about
1: him and how um, it's been in terms of work and stuff like that, but as a family... um, like some things have changed but actually some things haven't changed really Um, we, you know we've been able to keep a bit of normality um, obviously I'm on maternity leave so uh, that's been a blessing in many ways because I just don't know how I would be working with um all three kids at home Um, and respect to anybody who's doing that because I just think that's huge Um, and even though maternity leave isn't what I had expected. Um, we had talked a lot about before I uh, had Matilda keeping uh, Bonnie and Ernie our older two in childcare, and obviously suddenly overnight they were here with me. Um and in my head I was gonna have lots of little one-to-one time with Matilda and bring her to baby classes and you know, go back to bed in the morning and um, when I'd been up all night. And suddenly I wasn't able to do that, um, and that was a bit of a shocker, but actually it's been really lovely. It's been great with the kids. I've, definitely have days you know where Thomas has walked through the door and he knows to look at me that I'm ready to run away and um, you know start crying Um but it's just been lovely uh, lovely for them lovely for me lovely for Matilda and um, yeah and, and Thomas has kept working
0: really through it so I imagine that's been probably fairly full on how has it been running your own company during all this
2: yeah it's it's been a bit of a mixed bag To be honest, um, initially it it was great. Um, Suddenly I had time. Uh, Lockdown happened. The staff went on furlough. So suddenly I had headspace apart from anything else. I was able, in work, I I went down to a three-day week. In work I was able to do things which ordinarily I wouldn't have had time to do. Um, But equally I was able to spend more time at home. So it was lovely. Um, The weather was good. Mm. And... We, I really enjoyed it um, certainly the first few weeks were brilliant. Um, I guess it, the difficulty for us was more the timing of when lockdown happened. We were right in the middle of um, quite heavy investment in the business. So um, th- that proved quite challenging um, as cash flow started to get quite tight and um, big, big bills were going out and money stopped coming in. Um, and as we began to ramp up then it was challenging because um, it it was just so busy you were trying to bring staff back keep them safe but um, client expectations were going through the roof projects were behind, payments were behind cash was getting tight Um, so yeah it was definitely a mixed bag the start was great, the first month even was great, the second month really started to get quite difficult Um, and we're only starting to come out of that difficult phase now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah, mixed bag for sure and then from a family perspective um, yeah, I definitely had more time with with Helen and the the kids at the start but um, that began to get less and in the back of my head I was very conscious that Helen was at home with the three kids so I was trying to be here as much as possible um, so yeah good start <laughs> tricky
0: how have the kids found it? yeah do you know
1: it's it's interesting isn't it like people talk about kids being really resilient and mm. adaptable and they are you know it's it's amazing how you know stuck, like overnight almost they were seeing their cousins through windows um, yeah, you know their grandparents yeah, on Zoom yeah. and FaceTime they weren't Bonnie Stop preschool um and it was called the bug in our house, so you know the bug is is there, so you can't touch people. But they just kind of got it. Or even like the other day, we went to Dairy with the kids last week, and you know we were all wearing our masks, and we put the kids' masks on. They were just like, "Yeah, you've got to wear a mask now." And so it's it's interesting how quickly they adapted. But then equally, you know, there were just little moments, particularly with Bonnie, because she's older, and you know she she is quite sensitive. Where she would say, "You know, I'm I'm really sad." Um, she would get upset. I miss I miss people um or you know a bit scared of the bug and what that means and what it means for maybe her grandparents um but in those moments we just like i'd say like i'm sad too like i i want to see people and and we talk about it but like they've, they've been great and they're they're really close now i mean people are like oh my goodness you've got three kids at home how do you do it um actually in some ways if you've one child i think that's tougher because you are you are their entertainment whereas with ours you know, they entertain each other. I mean, you know, also beat each other up and stuff like that. But they're really good together. Um And I think they have helped each other as well. They've got someone to play with. So, yeah, they've been
2: good, haven't they? Hmm. I think initially we maybe went a bit over the top and if anyone came near Bonnie, she'd be like, don't touch me! You're not allowed to touch me! <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, they have. They've been great. And they've loved having time at home, yeah. with, particularly with Mummy. And um the worry is how we're going to get get them back into childcare and Mm. get used to that that's probably going to be a bigger culture shock for them actually Um, but no they've they've loved it
0: I mean I just think you guys there's been a lot of juggling I mean I I know I find work really intense but at least like as I was going to say when I come home when I go down the stairs (laughs) from the study to the living room like it's just me whereas you know you're juggling running the business you're juggling the kids you're juggling being a family being a couple like there is there is more. I don't mean, oh, it, therefore, it's easy if you're not. But I just think there's a lot of juggling in that, isn't there?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it
0: hasn't, like, it's it's been great in
1: so many ways, but it has been hard. And like as Thomas said at the start, in my head, don't know why I thought this, but, you know, he Thomas followed his staff. And I was like, oh, great, he's going to be at home. It's just going to, and I'm on maternity. We're going to have, like, a little holiday. And it's really hard to get Thomas to take time off. So suddenly I was like, Force time off, we're going to hang out as family, this is going to be great and at the start, you did take a couple of days and then suddenly Tom's like, by the way, I'm I'm going to be working full time during this because I can. <laughs> and sense, if I'm not working, I'm not making money and I think that kind of burst my bubble a little bit at the start and then also knowing you were going out and COVID was out there and um, that worry as well because you never had to lock down, you probably were more relaxed about it so, you know, I'd constantly be like, are you you know, social distancing and doing all those things um so yeah it was tricky and and then uh one one little minor disagreement that we had was obviously it was really hot and we've got a garden which is yeah. brilliant but um we have no gates in our house and um, so i'd be out the kids would be out i'd be with matilda trying to feed her ernie's running you know out to the road whatever and i kept saying thomas like look we really need some gates or a fence, and because thomas is really practical he wants to do all these things himself um so it's kind of like any chance, any chance you could do it um, whilst he's trying to work and balance all that stuff and then one Saturday he broke and just went out and built a fence. Um, so that was tough, definitely, I think, because I got that he was really busy and I think for you it was like, oh, do you really need the fence? I was like, <laughs> yes, I do. Ernie, I'll do it.
2: cold, of course.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we things like that where I suppose you didn't really understand where I was at, I didn't fully understand and, and I think, um, as you said about spending time together, you know, we had said... Let's try and get one night a week where we just sit down and have dinner and talk and just talk about you know Mm -hmm. life and whatever instead of yeah because you can just be doing all the time and with the kids and yeah so hasn't all been fun and games.
0: So Charles, what about you know what what impact did your faith had in this? Where where's God been? What what's God been doing? How have you found this for you?
2: Um. I would say I'm not a very reflective person. I don't tend to look back. I, I don't enjoy doing it. I find it quite difficult actually to look back and reflect on how something's um, been or what I've learned through it. I'm always looking forward. What's this week gonna look like? What's the month gonna look like? What's the year gonna look like? Particularly from a business business perspective. Um, and then COVID lockdown happens and suddenly Everybody has to do a bit of reflecting, so I find that quite difficult. Um, so, from a business perspective, I guess when we set up FabriTech, we always said that it was going to be more than just about providing an income. I it was a very difficult decision. I was leaving a very comfortable job with a good salary. There were prospects from, from a career perspective and I was going to take this leap into the unknown, essentially. So we prayed about it for months. We talked to our people to get advice, and um, eventually we decided this was the right thing to do. But we felt that it was was definitely, as I said, to be more than just to provide an income. We wanted to be a business that provided good employment um, for our staff, that they'd be trained, that they would... We wanted it to feel like family, where people would feel at home. unequally from a value perspective we really wanted integrity to be at the heart of everything we did whether that was through the quality of the products that we put out to the timeliness with which we pay our bills we wanted um, integrity to be really important um and so then when covid happened and we i guess it was an opportunity for me to take stock to look back well we've been running now for five years. How are we getting on with those goals? How are we getting on with those values? How have we got on over five years? How have we got on in 2020? How have we got on during lockdown? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been challenging for sure. Um, Just to take it back to, right, well, what has God called me to and how am I actually getting on with that? But it's been good as much as I haven't enjoyed it. and then, from a family perspective, we had some quite difficult and quite sad family circumstances that we had to navigate over the last couple of months. Um, which, yeah, particularly with COVID, it's been it's been difficult. But I would say that God has been very present. He is, mm-hmm. um as I look over that period, it's very evident that God has been softening hearts within our family, that he has been moving. And um, so, yeah, I would say God has definitely been present and prompting um, through this period. Um, and it's been um, definitely good to, to as a bit of a leveler yeah. for me.
0: Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Helen, um, what about you? What have you learned about yourself during this time? Um, I think I don't know if it, it's not something new, I suppose, but
1: being forced to slow down um, has made me aware of my tendency to kind of overcommit my time. And it's funny. Um, my mum, mum, we had there were seven of us in our family, and mum always said, you know, when I was young, when I was bringing you up, and um, you know, it wasn't as complicated as it is now. And we didn't go for coffees and go to soft play and all those things. We just sat out in the garden. And I just remember thinking, like that was definitely tougher, because like you know you didn't go out, go for a coffee with your friend and um, whatever. But like I get that now, and I think in in many ways it's like I've learned how to be at home with my kids and be content in that. So it's a really hot sunny day. I don't need to, to pack up the car and get a picnic and all that stuff and go somewhere. I can actually just be here with them. So kind of contenting myself with that, I would say, yeah, I've I've learned. How to do that, and I hope I continue to do that. I hope I remember, remember that.
0: And in the same way, have do you think you've learned or relearned new things about God in this time too?
1: Yeah, I think, I think as a as a parent as a mom, you know what your your kind of headspace is limited, um, and particularly when you're at home with the kids all day, you know you're not getting any time for you. So I've had to be creative about my time with God. So whether that's putting a bit of worship music on when I'm making the dinner or whatever um e100 has been great because there's been a bit of focus there but um I've, I've been involved with alpha actually online and that has been great because when i was asked to be involved i was being like oh, gosh, how, how is this going to work like how does alpha online work because it's all about relationships um and amazingly there i was on this alpha course with aunts and uncles of mine from across northern ireland um, and the south of ireland a friend from england was on the course um every week connecting with people in a way that I didn't think possible and God really moved through that so for me I suppose learning that God can work in ways that we think is impossible and then communities you know we've been able to go to communities loads and prior to this because we have kids we it would be one of us um, so actually we've connected more in with communities than we ever have as a couple so that's been that's been great
0: it's been one of the advantages of doing it online isn't mm, it that you yeah. can you don't need leave your house to kind yeah, of go absolutely. yeah 24. 24 can go. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, I know it's been quite a significant time for the kids do you want to tell us about that yeah do you want, <laughs> do you want to...
2: yeah I, I guess um it's been really special actually from a faith perspective mm-hmm. and um as we think about God and, and how he has been able to use this time for us as a family and, and for the kids um, I think one of the key things was that with Casey being online um, rather than sending the kids downstairs and them doing our, their program and us being upstairs in church doing our thing we were able to do Casey together mm-hmm. so you weren't relying on Bonnie's feedback of Casey. but actually <laughs> we were able to go through it with her and it led Led to um, a lot of conversations that we were able to instigate um, with her because we had been present and, and she she loved KC online and um, big respect to everyone who put that together um, yeah. but she has felt really connected with with KC and with her pals in in KC so it's been brilliant but um, so yeah we were ge- we were getting used to that then obviously we navigated through Easter. Um, and that was really significant for Bonnie. Um in particular, she was asking a lot of questions. She was I guess this is the first year where she's really started to understand, mm-hmm. well, what is Easter about? And um and she was trying to get her head wrapped around Jesus coming and dying on the cross, and this was for her, and how did that work? And um, is he okay, and, and why did he do that for me, and really got quite upset that. That Jesus died for her and there's a real there's a real turmoil almost in her head you could see her the cogs working in her brain as she tried to understand this and so that this went on for, for quite a number of weeks actually and um, the whole Easter story with Bonnie and as she tried to um, work that out for herself and then one Sunday after um, Kid Central um, she, I think it was Jill had um invited some of the kids to pray and and um, so Bonnie was obviously listening to this all and afterwards um, she asked well if, if Jesus died for me and well how do I ask him into my life so that was really special it was um quite um emotional obviously um as, as she began to understand this for herself um because it had been going on for a number of weeks, and um, we didn't want to force anything, um, and we wanted her to work this out herself. And then she very clearly came and said, I want to ask Jesus into my life," um, and we were able to say a prayer with, a prayer with her that Sunday. And um, yeah, so she's she's on her own own journey now, which is really special. Um, and
1: no, it's, yeah.
2: It was definitely a really significant period. I guess, as much as anything, there was time, there was space. We were going through programmes together where we could have conversations and um, the content on Kid Central was just amazing. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Brilliant. It, it it has been a funny time because in some ways it feels like life has stopped because a lot of stuff has hit pause, but then also of life has not stopped, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so... For Thomas, what you know, right, so you're at the what the what next, you know, not looking backwards but looking ahead. So then what do you think about this next season? Are there things from this that you wanna like I'm gonna hold on to as you move forward or things you wanna do differently? What do you what do you wanna take out or bring into this next season?
2: Um I think the problem with being a what next on a on a planner is um, trying to be in the present mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. definitely a bit guilty of focusing on the next thing um, and that's an, that's an all aspects of my life probably so in the next season I definitely want to be more present um, particularly from a family perspective when I walk through the door at night I'm coming home from work I want to be home from work um, particularly with the kids so that that or two hours that I have before they go down to bed is, is special and significant. Um but that time that we've had doesn't become oh remember that time yeah. when we had time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But that that's any time that I do have with the kids is is significant. Um so that's that's definitely one thing. I guess another issue with being a planner would be that um I can get quite anxious about the future and I guess more so now than ever when the future looks more uncertain than ever. Um, I I guess I want to cling more to the promises that I that I know God has given me. Um, I want them to be a greater reality in my life because no matter how much I plan, no matter how many Excel spreadsheets I make to plan the future out, well, this has been a leveler in that we're not in control yeah and i don't want to be anxious in that i want to rest in that actually i want to rest comfortably in what's unknown to me but isn't unknown to god um and from a business perspective to go back to that um we did feel called into this and God knew this was going to happen when he was mm-hmm. setting out the goals and the values five years ago. So yeah, I guess I want to be more comfortable in the unknown coming out of this um, and less anxious about that.
0: Yeah, brilliant. How as, um, as we wrap up, as I begin to finish this conversation, I've been saying to people, you know, is there a passage or verses that kind of have been really significant during this time? And I just wonder, have you found that? Has there been a you know, part of the Bible that you've just found yourself returning to, or one that just seems to have just stayed with you during this time. And I'd love you to read it, but maybe first just tell us why why that one? Yeah, sure. and um, yeah, hopefully I've got it in the right place here. and
1: um, so it's one Corinthians thirteen, twelve. Um and for me there's I suppose there's a few reasons really why this has been significant and has kept coming back to me. Um one is we're, you know, living in a time of COVID and I think lots of people have been Theories and opinions as to where God is in this and God's role and all of that stuff. Um. Also, as well, Lydia and Linda both shared. You know, seeing friends and people that we love going through tough stuff. Um. During this time, it's been hard. It's sometimes difficult to to understand. Um. And then with Alpha, every time I do Alpha, like those big questions, suffering, evil. Like all of that, mm-hmm. Um, this verse actually during Alpha, um, really came back to me. Um, so yeah, I suppose there's lots of reasons why, and even th- talking about Bonnie and um, you know, asking us lots of questions, and sometimes mm-hmm. I don't know all the answers. So, yeah, well, I just read it. Brilliant, yeah. thank you. Okay. For now, we only s- s- sorry. For now, we see only a reflection, as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known.